0: It's another day. I'm another John. And this is another note. Today's edition of another note is titled how not to be a stumbling block. And our scripture reference is taken from Romans chapter 14, verse 13 through chapter 15, verse two. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Would you put a boulder in front of a blind person to make them fall? I know most of you and don't believe you would. Even those of you I don't know, I assume that isn't anything you would do. You wouldn't put anything in front of someone who can't see. Who would? Well, there is a biblical mandate in the book of Leviticus to not put stumbling blocks before a blind person. And that's strange to me. It could be we weren't always as nice as we are now, or maybe there were more blind people and we had to be more careful. I say it's strange because it's biblical. I can't imagine anyone who cares about faith wanting to do anything harmful to anyone else like that. Then again, what if God intended for us to think about how we hurt others without even knowing? Leviticus 19 gives us the first no stumbling block rule. Commentators have long offered various ways we might put stumbling blocks before people, literally and figuratively. The Apostle Paul in Romans 14 gives us another example. He says, let us therefore no longer pass judgment on one another, but resolve instead never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of another. We're not talking about those who are blind now. We mean everyone. Paul had in mind a particular issue when he first wrote these words. It was in response to the question whether Christians could eat meat. Now, this wasn't a vegetarian question. Religious adherents used animals to offer sacrifice to pagan gods. They would not use the entire animal. And after the animal was burned the leftover meat would be sold. So the question was whether Christians could eat meat used in pagan sacrifice. As you might imagine, this was a hot button issue. Paul was a meat eater. He believed that nothing is unclean in itself. You would find Paul at the market buying the meat in question. His larger point was to care for those who might stumble because of this issue. In other words, if someone else thought it was wrong to eat meat, it was wrong for them. Someone like Paul should not criticize or judge them because of their opinion. Moreover, if you know someone else thinks the meat is an issue, you shouldn't dangle your new recipe in front of them. In so doing, you'd be a stumbling block for them. Of course, there are many other ways we can be stumbling blocks. I've gone through all the conversations. Should Christians wear earrings, watch TV, get tattoos, and dress up for church? What about music? I've long said the church was okay to lose an entire generation to faith simply because we didn't like their music. Stumbling blocks. That all feels like the same kind of conversation Paul had. What we fail to learn is if we are strong, we should, as Paul says, please our neighbor for the good purpose of building up the neighbor. If we're not strong enough to do that, maybe we're not as strong as we think we are. There's an easy way to live into all this, a way to learn how not to be a stumbling block go back to the verse from Leviticus. I won't explain it all. I'll recite the passage and you prayerfully consider what you need to do. You shall not revile the deaf or put a stumbling block before the blind. You shall fear your God. I am the Lord. Stay blessed.